Ketuvot Zayin Amudbet, Getting Married, Birkat HaEirusin. This is a piece of Gemara that every rabbi should learn before he does a chuppah, and, uh, and every chosen and kada should learn before they get married. Uh, really getting into detailed understanding of what happens under the chuppah. Uh, and uh, this part of it is on Dav here on Dav Zayin Amudbet, this part of it is on tomorrow's Dav, on Dav Ches. Um, and interestingly, the posuk we like to try and start with the uh, Makor in the Torah of what we're talking about here, yeah? and the Makor that we're going to deal with is the first uh, posuk of of, uh, of Kedoshim. When Hashem says, talk to the whole of Klal Yisrael and tell them, you have to be holy. It's one of the most amazing mitzvahs that, that Kedusha is not an option. Sanctity is not something we can we can aspire to. Kedusha is not an aspiration. Kedusha is a mitzvah. You have to be holy. As the Jewish people, That's a, we have this mitzvah. Because I'm holy. And how can you have any relationship with me if you don't share in my Kedusha? What does that actually look like? What does Kedusha look like? So Rashi says, Separate yourself from... Uh, the, the improper relationships with the opposite sex. Because whenever you find a geder erva, you find kedusha. And, and it's just an interesting, the wording is interesting, the idea is interesting. It's not just have a geder erva, let's say a mechitze in a shul is a geder erva, for men and women to do things separately, that's a geder erva. It's not just have a geder erva, so that something untoward won't happen. It's much more than because where there's a Geder Erva, there is Kedusha. So it's a generator of Kedusha, separating the gender, separating the sexes, is a generator of that energy called Kedusha. Uh, and, and how that works, we, we, we don't have time to go to, we've spoken about it before, and we'll have many other opportunities in Mirza Hashem to talk about it. But the, the sexual tension that exists in society is an important part of how society functions. And we've talked often sexual tension doesn't just mean between men and women. It means between these two forces in the world. There's a masculine force and there's a feminine force in the world. And we see it in all sorts of areas. We see uh, business culture used to be very masculine. It's now become very feminine. And the world has to find its adjustment. It, uh, Christianity is a feminine kind of religion. There's no, there's no father there. It's all a mother. It's a feminine religion about love and kindness. And, and, the, and the Islamic religion, there's no mother. There's only a, a father figure, and it's brutal. It's all about force and, and gevura and koyach. And Torah is the management of the tension between duchre and nukva, as it's talked about in Kabbalah, between the ma- masculine and feminine forces. But there isn't a Dukhra and Nukva if you don't keep it that way in society. When the genders start getting mixed up, then we start losing that sexual tension which enables Kedusha when you manage it. So when you separate, that, when, you, when they, the tension exists, but it's managed, our Pitora, the result of that is Kedusha. And, and we're living in, in a world now where, where that's under threat, where this, this sexual tension is under threat. Uh, and everything is being done possible to remove the tension between the sexes to the point of, of basically there, there aren't any sexes. It's all one. 
as soon as it's all one, there's no dukhra and nukhva, there's no masculine and feminine force, and there can be no real, then there can be no real kedusha. Now, why that's an interesting, an important introduction, we'll see. The Gemara says, Birkata Eirusin Maimavarech. What is the Birkata Eirusin? Eirusin is the first part of the of the marriage ceremony. So that's the giving of the ring, the kedushin, where you're mekadesh and isho, and there's a there brochas. We make bore priagofen, and we make the second brocha. What is that brocha? Uh, again, remember, the Gemara is where it all gets worked out. Nowadays, it's, it's easy. You pick up a, an art scroll seder and it tells you what bracha to make. And before there was an art scroll seder, there was some other seder. And before that, there was a Shulchan Aruch uh, and a Rambam. There were places to go to. But in the time of the Gemara, they work, they're creating halacha. This is the evolution, the development of halacha. So they're sitting in the base of Medrash and saying, what, what is the bracha? So, so uh, Rabbi and Barav Ada, Rabbi Barav Ada, Tarvayu Mashmei de Rabbi Yehuda Omri. They both say in the name of Rav Yehuda. Baruch Ato Hashem Elokeinu Melech Hayolam Hashikidushonu B'Mitzvotav V'Tzivanu Al Arayot V'Asalanu Et Arusot V'Itilanu Et Anusuot. We say Lanu Al Yedei Chupav V'Kidushim. So that's the bracha which till today that's the bracha we make. Rav Achabrei the Rav Mesayim Bar Mashmei Rav Yehuda. Rav Achabrei Rav Yehuda says, and you've complete the bracha with Baruch Ata Hashem Mekadesh Yisrael Al Yedei Chupavi Kiddushin. Man Delochatim. The viewpoint that says you don't do that last phrase. Midi Davi Abirkat Perot Vabirkat Mitzvot. It's treated like uh, like Birkat Aperus or Birkat Hamitzvot, like all the other short brachot where you're making a bracha over fruit or you're making a bracha over a mitzvah. There's just one Baruch Hashem. You don't end it again with another Baruch Hashem. And the one that ends it off says, no, this is more like Kiddush on Shabbos than it is like a Birkas Aperis. Says Rashi. Why aren't we allowed to have relations with an Arisot that we've already done Kiddushin? That's a Din de Rabbonin. Nevertheless, says Rashi, you're allowed to say Asher Kiddushonu B'mitzvotavit Sivanu on a de Rabbonin, as we do with Neirot Chanukah, for example. Since there's a mitzvah in the Torah to listen to the Rabbonin, so every de Rabbonin is a Doraisa, in fact. Therefore, we can say, We praise God who commanded us, even though it's a mitzvah of the rabbis. That's why it's such apikursus when people say, you know, I just keep the mitzvahs of the Torah, I don't keep the mitzvahs of... It's only a derabonah. There's no such thing as it's only a derabonah. And if it's a derabonah, it's a doraisa. And that's why we say, um, Rashi goes on with all of the things. On Birkas HaMitzvahs, um, the same as Al Ashkitav, Al Hamila. Since it's one act of thanking Hashem and Hefzeik Bakasha, we don't make any tefillot in the middle of the bracha. Lo Chatima doesn't need an ending of another Baruch Hashem. But the other one says Midi Kiddusha. This is more like Kiddush. Kedushahi. Since we use the language of Kiddusha of Kiddush, and we'll see why that's so important. It's not just about the language. In concept, you're being Mekadesh something. It's not the same as Birkat HaPerot, and it's not the same as normal Birkat HaMitzvah, where you're saying the bracha over the mitzvah, over the pre. Here you're creating something that wasn't there before. You're creating Kedusha. Uh, as with Shabbos, although we don't create the Kedusha, but the Kiddush acknowledges the creation of a new Kedusha that wasn't there before. So with Kedushin, we're creating a new relationship that wasn't there before. And there's an element of Kedusha because this is dealing, as we said in the outset, with, with managing the polarity between the sexes. And therefore, Kiddush, we say, 
But we end off with Mekadesh HaShabbat because in the middle of Kiddush, we do a bit of a detour and we talk about Ki Yom and We do a little bit of a historic detour in the Kiddush. So we come back to Mekadesh HaShabbat. What is this really all about? It's Mekadesh HaShabbat. And now, since Kiddushin is similar to Kiddush, it follows the same design of the, of the Bracha. That's why we structure the Bracha the way we do. There's a most beautiful ritva, all the Rishonim are just so beautiful in this, in this area. And we'll just touch on, on some of the ritva. The ritva holds that it's not a birkat mitzvah. And he says, Remember the ritva is, is, is my favorite Rishon, if one can have a favorite Rishon, other than the Rambam, the ritva is my favorite Rishon. The ritva, we're talking about um, 13th century, end of the, end of the 13th century in, in Spain. But the, the ritva we've spoken about before, <laughs> blends so many different schools of thought and integrates them into, into one. So he has a, a lot of access to the school of the Ballet Tosfus, the, the French and the German school that we've talked about. Um, although he was in Spain and he was a Talmud of the Rashbo and the Ra'o. And we're going to meet another Talmud of the Rashbo and the Ra'o. So, and they come from the Sitas Ramban. So he's influenced by the Ramban and by the Rif on, on the one hand in Spain. And on the other hand, he's got full access to the, to the thinking of the Baalei Tosfus, that whole new way of thinking that developed from Rashi's family all the way through uh, to his time and beyond. And he blends them into one new system. And he's a halachist and a philosopher. Uh, he's, he's, he engages a lot in philosophy at the time and he learns the more in the So he, he's just a super intellectual and, and brings things together in the most beautiful way. Uh, so the, the read is, Generally, this broch is made after giving the ring, after the kiddushin, which is not how we do it. Some ask, Don't you make the broch normally before doing the mitzvah? And the Rambam goes so far as to say that if you make the, if you do Kiddushin without the Brocha, it's too late to do the Brocha afterwards. You've got to do the Brocha before. So, so why is our Minag to do it afterwards? The, the Ritvo's Minag. And he says, This is not a Birkat mitzvot. This is not a, it's not a Birkat HaPerot. It's not a Birkat HaNeanim. You're not making the bracha because of what you're about to enjoy. You're not making the bracha because it's a mitzvah. It's, it's different altogether. Like we say on every other mitzvah, it should be ala kiddushin. If the kiddushin is a mitzvah, where do we find the bracha on what's forbidden? Does a sheikhet say, this is forbidden for us to eat meat from a living animal and allowed us to eat meat through shechita? That's always just say, So you see from the wording where the focus is on what you're not allowed to do, that this is not a birkas mitzvah. And therefore he goes on to matter, and therefore the right place to say it is after the Kiddushin, Shiken Kobracha Shil Kudusha. This is a brocha of Kudusha. As Rashi said, it's like Kiddush. But the Ritvo is going further. Rashi said it's like Kiddush because we use Kiddush kind of words. Uh, but the Ritvo is going further and saying it's a Kiddush kind of concept. When do you make a brocha on Kudusha? After Shabbos comes in. You don't do Kiddush before Shabbos comes in. First Shabbos comes in, then Kiddush. First marry the woman, then say Birkas Kiddushin, is the way the Ritvo understands it. 
And so he goes on, he shows that according to the Yushalmi, it seems that it is a Birchat Mitzvah. There's a big controversy here. Yushalmi and Bavli, Ritvon, Rambam, and others as to whether this is a Birchat Mitzvah or it isn't. And, and he says at the end, according to the view that it is a Birchat Mitzvah, Vala Kiddushin Atzman Oseh Maaseh Gamur Lahatira Lo Al Yedei Chupa Ulo Osro Lechol HaOlam this is going according to the Shittas Yerushalmi, based on the on the Tosfos in the name of Rabbi Chilmi Paris. He's developing that idea and understanding that according to that view, the Kiddushin itself is a mitzvah. The mitzvah is not just Puravu. The mitzvah is not just to be married and have family. The act of getting married is in itself a mitzvah. The mitzvah ba'apinafsheh. But the minag is to, to say to say before, however, follow minag. If you're not sure about the halacha, follow the minag. And that's why it's so important to know what your own Masoira is, because you say, follow minag. Well, which minag? You can follow the Sephardim or the Ashkenazim. And if the Sephardim, which Sephardim? The Moroccans, the Algerians, the, the Iranians, the Syrians, who are you going to follow? And if you're an Ashkenazi, you're going to go with the Yekas, you're going to go with the Polish, you're going to go with the Hasidim, you're going to go with the, with the Litvish, where are you going to go? Where are you going to follow Minak? You've got to have a Minak. What is your Minak? Where does your Minak come from? Either your parents or, or your Rabbeim. Where does the Minak of your Rabbeim? Because if you don't have Minak, you're lost, you're confused, you're in a mess. Uh, the Minak is more important than the Halacha in clarifying how we actually do it. But following the view of the... Um, the Rambam, for example, that it is a mitzvah and it's a birkat mitzvah. The, the birkat Ayushin is a birkat mitzvah. The Rambam says in, in Perigimel, Aloha Chafdalid, what is the brocha? And he, he has a slightly different version in the brocha. Asher Kedashanu b'mitzvotav. And he doesn't say v'asaralanu et arayot, but v'hivdilanu mina arayot. Very slightly different. V'osalanu et arusot, v'itilanu et arusot, etc., etc. Uh, and then he goes on to say, This is Minag. The Minag used to use a glass of wine. Or Sheikhar, or beer. If there's wine, you make a Borei Priyagofen first. Borei Priyagofen is not one of the brochas. That's why when you dish out, the, we will, we're not at the, at the Sheva brochas yet. That's the next piece of Gomorrah. But when you dish out Sheva brochas, it's a mistake. Sometimes people give the first person to say Borei Priyagofen. Borei Priyagofen is not one of the Sheva brochas. If you give the first person, you should say the first two brochas, Borei Priyagofen and the next one, so that he's into the Sheva brochas already. Um, so the Minah used to make it over wine. If you've got no wine, you say it without wine. Very interesting Magid Mishnah. I said you, I said you were going to meet another Talmud of the Rashbo and the Ra'or, the... the um, the Ridvo is a Talmud of the Rashbo and the Ra'or. Another Talmud of the Rashbo and the Ra'or is the Magid Mishnah from the same period. The Magid Mishnah and the Ran were good friends and, and learned together. Also from Spain, the Magid Mishnah writes the classic parish on the Sefer Rambam. That's what we have of the Magid Mishnah. And he writes in the previous halacha, The Nusach is clear in our Gemara that we've just learned. Our version is, He who commanded us about Arayot. Whereas the Rambam's Gemara had who separated from us from the Arayot. And why is that so important? The Gisa Nechonahi and says the Magid Mishnah, the Rambam's version is the right one. Not the, not the way we do it. So why we do, why do we do it the wrong way? Because it's Minag Avatene. That's our Minag. You follow the Minag. Uh, 
even though the Megid Mishnah proves that the, the gifts of the Rambam is really the right one. Vu amash amru, and what is this? We've dilanu min arayot, kedoshim to you, have you prushim in arayot? That's the mitzvah. The mitzvah you're saying, the brochon, the kedusha you're referring to, are the only alochas that Hashem has given us of keeping sexual identity and, 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 and the social life separate. So that's not because of the, the, the reason to keep it separate. I mean, there, there are many reasons, but people need to understand the reason to keep it separate is to keep that energy alive, to keep that attraction, to keep that, the power of, of male and female forces in the world. So that through the management of those forces, one can develop kedusha By keeping them separate, you, you intensify the energy. And the energy that you intensify is an energy of kedusha. So to come under the chuppah when man and woman are coming together, when there's a merging of those very sexual energies which we normally keep separate, coming under the chuppah and talking about the separation, Understand that one of the biggest gifts Hashem gave us was how to manage sexual identity and separation. And we understand that today more than ever. That what that means and what the power is of the Jewish people to preserve that identity with, with separateness. Uh, and that, of course, is a long, a long conversation about the issues that happen today. And we've, we've got major difficult problems and challenges. It's not a simple thing. But just to understand at its most fundamental level, the way that Yubanishim designed the world is that there are men and there are women. They are extremely different. The, uh, the miracle of them coming together to build a, a single family is, is one of the most amazing things that, that, that nature allows and that the Torah creates. And the, the wonder of that and the kudusha that comes from that is what we're celebrating at the chuppah. This is not just celebrating the, mar- the marriage of, of Reuven to Rivka. That's not what the chuppah is about. The Erusin. This is about celebrating the institution of marriage, the understanding of, of sexual difference and how to manage it and bring it together. It's a declaration of our whole philosophy of the sexes. Imagine if this was understood and taught and lived, we wouldn't be dealing with all the stuff that we're having to deal with today. And what we see is that without that sexual identity and separation, you've got a decline into, into a lack of kedusha. And we see that happening as well, that there's a connection. One shouldn't think that the moral decline uh, that, we're, that we're observing in so many different areas of life in different parts of the world today has nothing to do with a sexual decline. That's the essence of it. That's the beginning of it. That's where there's a movement, a removal of Kedusha rather than an amplification of Kedusha and a deepening of Kedusha, which is so, part of the, so much part of the Jewish purpose. Mm-hmm.